World View Update, bringing you closer to international news. 22 minutes after 6, good morning in the U.S. Two of former U.S. President Donald Trump's closest allies have now surrendered at the Fulton County Jail in Georgia. Trump himself is now due to appear there tomorrow to be arrested. Trump and his allies face charges of trying to overturn the result of the presidential election in Georgia in 2020. Trump famously told an election official to find him more votes so that he could win that state and then win the presidential election. Trump also the frontrunner for the Republican nomination to run against President Joe Biden in next year's poll. Professor John Stremlau is an honorary professor of international relations at Wits University. Professor Stremlau, it's been a while. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. All of this is so extraordinary. Um, Do you believe in any way the rule of law in the U.S. is beginning to catch up with Donald Trump? We'll see, Stephen. And thank you so much for for giving attention to this story because it is a mortal threat. He poses a mortal threat to American democracy. And by extension, it would be a terrible example for South Africa and for other struggling democracies if Trump was to get a second term. And the contradictions that you allude to are so evident now, it's really not about Trump. Everyone knows that Trump tried to change the electoral um, outcome in 2020, the electoral integrity, which is critical for any democracy to succeed. But in Georgia, fortunately, you had Republican electoral officials and the governor who said no, just as you had Mike Pence in this in, on January 6th say he would not change the votes. But the American people still find Donald Trump attractive, or at least a large segment of them within the Republican Party. And while there have not been demonstrations, uh, against um, that he called for mass demonstrations for his earlier indictments. Um, they are practicing violence and terrorism and pressure. And the Republican legislature in Georgia has tried to pass legislation, has passed legislation which could fire the, the district attorney who was bringing this case against Trump. So it is something you must follow closely, Stephen. There are, he claims that he's the victim of a political campaign. Uh, that seems to actually be winning him support uh, uh, among Republicans. There are many different court cases in many directions in the U.S. now, at least four cases. This is probably the most important against Trump. If we hear testimony, is there any prospect of that actually swaying voters? Or have voters made up their minds? And that's really the problem. Normally, in a political process, if you hear testimony of wrongdoing by someone, as we've sort of seen in the Zondo Commission, actually, you see the winds of politics sort of change. It doesn't always happen. But is there any prospect of that happening in this case? I think there is, but we just don't know. And tonight, there is the first of the presidential debates on the Republican side, and Trump is boycotting that and will give an interview to Tucker Carlson, formerly of Fox News, who is uh, an enabler of Trump. And um, uh, the the opinion polling in Iowa, the first caucus state, is very ambiguous right now. People are polling like mad in the U.S., but it's not conclusive. It's it's very volatile. Uh, People are alienated. People are polarized. And and it, it does go back and particularly in Georgia, I vote in Fulton County still. So I, I follow this very, very closely. And the sentiments of slavery run very, very deep 
in Georgia. But we do have uh, the first ever black female uh, uh, attorney general in Fulton County. We have the first black senator in Georgia's history in, in Raphael Warnock, who I listened to last night, uh, speak about this. And the fundamental question is, can the, the, the public get behind democracy and pull to the next stage of, uh, of, of, a, of a country that belongs to all who live there more united in its diversity? to use the South African phrase. Um, five year, four years ago, it was an interesting question to ask, how is it that the U.S. could really only throw up Donald Trump and Joe Biden, uh, two p- people with particular identities to compete against each other? Four years later, that's still the case. Yes, it is the case. And, and Joe Biden is, is, a, is a, a hero of mine, despite the fact that I'm unhappy about his age. I think it should be for a younger man to be running for president but he has done all of the right things in my mind for uh, a, a politician. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time comparing the U.S. and, and South Africa uh, and the, the role that leaders play at particular moments. Uh, but, but you're absolutely right. No one is happy with either of the cho- those choices. But when push comes to shove, my guess is that Joe Biden will win. But the stakes are so high. And uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen because somebody could get sick or a heart attack or something else. It is, it is democracy in its rawest form. And yet it's got to be a collective effort by the citizenry. It's not about Donald Trump. It's about the more fundamental questions about the, the, the ability of the country to come together around a commitment to all people are created equal. Professor John Strimlau, really appreciate the time. Thank you. Honorary Professor of International Relations at Fitz University and a voter in Fulton County, Georgia.